Hello again, everyone. We've just heard our Bible reading for today, so we're going to think about that for a minute and what it means for us. And I'm going to start by talking about the topic of wisdom, because that's obviously a topic that comes up a lot in Proverbs, and we've heard that read already. So let's think, what is actually wisdom? What does it mean to be wise? And this is something that most of us, I think, grapple with as we go through life. And one of my experiences uh, as I've grown up is that there have often been people who were older than me, who had more life experience than me, who wanted to share with me some of their insights and wisdom about life to help me. I remember a particular occasion, uh, there was a man at a church when I was a young boy, when I was probably about six or seven, who was very keen to share with me his insights about how I should uh, live as a man in the world. And one of the things he said to me a number of times was what I should do if I ever got into a fight. So he said to me, Andrew, what do you need to say if you ever get into a fight with someone is, listen, mate, I'm going to tell you there's going to be three hits. Me hitting you, you hitting the floor, and the ambulance hitting a hundred. I thought about that. Okay. I can remember that. He came back a couple of months later to make sure that I remembered about the three hits. And I do, obviously, I remember it decades later. I've never had the chance to use it. But, of course, everyone should be warned that I do know when I have that piece of wisdom as to what to do if I get into that situation. So that's that's one piece of wisdom. Um, the whole series we're doing now on this topic is about wisdom. And so it's worth thinking as we start, what is wisdom, actually? And wisdom is a topic that we probably do know a bit about or we have uh, rough ideas. And um, wisdom is really something to do with knowledge and information, isn't it? It's really to do with what we know about the world. But it is, it is slightly different to knowledge, and someone's put it really helpfully this way, that uh, knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit, but wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. So what they're saying is we can know lots of things about the world, facts and information, but actually wisdom is really knowing how do we apply that information in the way that actually helps us to live well and to do what actually works. And so I think that's a good working definition of wisdom. It is applied knowledge. It is based in the real world and have life as we've experienced it. And that's why we usually associate wisdom with people who are older, because they've been through more of life, they've seen things, they've had experience, they've had chance to apply their wisdom to their life in a way that is helpful to them. Now, I think at the moment we're currently in a time when we actually do appreciate the relevance of this topic of wisdom and actually we engage with wisdom on a daily basis at the moment because a lot of the ways that we talk about how we handle our response to the coronavirus pandemic and what the government's doing is actually a wisdom conversation. So if you think about it, we have lots of information about the virus and how it spreads and what we can do to stop it. But the question is, how do we actually respond to that in the way that balances all the different things that we need to know? Um, how are we going to stop it? How to keep the hospitals uh, free of overloading? How to preserve our economy? How to make sure that you know, on the other side of this we haven't destroyed everything? Those are wisdom conversations. And different countries are obviously making different decisions based on their values and experiences. But we're having these wisdom conversations every day. And a lot of us are wondering, is what the government doing? wise? Do I agree with the decisions that they've made, even though most of us have the same information? So wisdom is a really relevant topic for us, and it's of course relevant in many other places in our lives too. Now wisdom is a big theme 
in the Bible. It's one of the major themes in the Bible. Because the idea of wisdom in the Bible is based on our knowledge of God. And uh, the fact that the world in the Bible, we believe, is made by God. And so the world actually ref reflects God and God's wisdom that is behind everything and through all things. So wisdom is actually a key part of the biblical idea of what the world is like, that the world is a place that reflects God's wisdom. And the biblical worldview really is that the world in which we live is a world of order. It reflects God's wisdom. It reflects uh, a purpose and intelligence, and it actually has an order behind it that we can understand because we are made in the image of God too, and we have the ability to understand his wisdom. And so a lot of the Bible is a reflection on them. Well, what does that mean? For us, how do we understand wisdom? How do we put wisdom into practice in order to become more like God? So in our reading, you can see in verse 7 where the writer says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So in the Bible, wisdom comes firstly from understanding who God is and having a right relationship to him. Now, in the Bible, there are a number of what we call wisdom books, where, the, where wisdom is actually a major theme, where they talk about how to live, how to understand the world, how to you know, relate to the experiences that we've had and how, how, how we should uh, go forward. And so there are at least three, depending on how you count. So the first, these three books are Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Job. Now, at St. Mark's, those who've been following us for the last couple of years will know that we've looked at Ecclesiastes and Job together since I've been here. And we're now coming to look at Proverbs. Uh, wisdom is also a sort of minor theme in some of the other parts of the Bible, like the Psalms, it comes up a bit. It comes up in some places in the historical books of the Bible, where it talks about how the leaders of Israel have behaved. And in many cases, the New Testament also contains uh, wisdom ideas. A lot of the teaching of Jesus actually has wisdom ideas behind it, and some of the New Testament um, uh, teaching as well as also wisdom teaching. But we're going to talk today about Proverbs and so I just want to give you an introduction to this book. Uh, some of you may have read it, others it may, it's maybe the first time you've ever come across this book. So Proverbs is, if you read it through you can see, a, what you might call, it's a collection of collections of sayings of wisdom. So the book itself is not written by a single person, and it's not a story, and it's not a continuous flowing book. It's really an edited anthology or gathering together of sayings of wisdom of various teachers or schools of wisdom in Israel over a couple hundred years. And they've been all brought together in the one place. It's essentially what you might call almost like a school textbook, and it might have even been used in that way for teachers and families to have something to give to their children as they wrote it, as they were raising them to show them how to live wisely and to impart the wisdom of their nation to them. So and you can see in verses two to four of the reading that this is the purpose that it is to have for instruction, for the giving of wisdom and for raising people in the knowledge of what is right and how to live well. And so in the Book of Proverbs, there are a number of collections, and very prominent is collections of sayings that are attributed to King Solomon. As you see in verse 1 of our reading, this is the sayings of the wisdom of Solomon. Now, this is a very common theme in the Bible, that Solomon in the book is considered to be the kind of prototype 
of a wise person, a wise king, someone who actually had a almost supernatural wisdom that God gave him. If you look at um, the story of King Solomon in 1 Kings, particularly chapter 3, there's famous stories about Solomon's wisdom, that he asked God in particular to give him wisdom above everything else so that he could lead his people well uh, and make right decisions and judgments. And so when we talk about wisdom in the Bible, often Solomon's name comes up, and it does a lot in the book of Proverbs. So that's the sort of background of this book, a collection of wisdom of various wise teachers over the years of the people of Israel. So the book's called Proverbs. Now it's worth asking, what is a proverb? It's not a word that we often use in day-to-day speech. So a proverb really is a short word or saying or phrase or a couple of sentences which provides for us a contained observation about some aspect of life and the world. Proverbs, as I said, are self-contained. They um, are in themselves. They're very dense usually with the amount of thought and preparation that's gone into it and the communication of the idea. And what they're really meant to be done is to be read slowly, to be meditated on, to get inside their meaning and then to apply them gradually to our lives and think about the meaning behind them. And this is why Proverbs is actually a difficult book to read straight through, if you've ever tried to do that from beginning to end, because it doesn't flow. It doesn't invite us to move on quickly. It's not a story. It's not an essay. The sayings sort of stop us in the chunks, and we read them and reflect, and then we move on. And so the proverb is the individual saying itself, and there are collections of these sayings in this book. If you go through these proverbs over the whole, um, across the book, you find there are several different themes that arise in the proverbs and really reflect the view of the wisdom teachers and how they looked at the world and so how they derived these proverbs and thought about them over the years. So there are a couple of different themes. Uh, One of the main themes of the book of Proverbs is the sovereignty of God or God's kingship and ruling over the world and the fact that the world is a place of order and a place where we can understand and predict what's going to happen. So one of the themes of Proverbs is that there is a sense that uh, wisdom is rewarded and foolishness and evil is punished. There's a sense in which the world is a predictable place for us. And that's a theme in Proverbs and the wisdom that it provides. Another theme is, as I've said, that there are really two ways of living. So you can live according to wisdom as a wise person, or you can live according to to the other way, which is foolishness. Uh, which may be a tempting way because it seems to give us what we want immediately, but actually is devastating and disappointing in the long run. So essentially the two ways to live idea is really part of Proverbs and its theme. Another theme would be uh, humility and the need to listen to our elders, to take in the wisdom that other people give us and to be open to their experience. So uh, finally, wisdom is presented in Proverbs, I think, as a quest, something that we are called to pursue throughout our lives, to learn what it means um, to live wisely, to love wisdom, and to pursue wisdom with all our hearts so that we can know God and know the way we're supposed to live. So these are the themes of the books of Proverbs. So in summary, I think, as we read Proverbs and as we're going to be looking at it across this term, I think we're invited to learn together. How do we live well? 
How do we live well alongside everyone else who is part of God's world? How do we live according to the wisdom of creation? And we learn as we look at Proverbs that we have an opportunity, particularly when we are young and we're learning, to look at the world around us and understand how it works, what God has put into it for us, and to take those principles in because they are solid and they can provide a basis for living. I think though we also remember and are called, I think, to reflect as we read Proverbs that it's not the end of our understanding of the world. And one of the things that the book of Job and the book of Ecclesiastes try to teach us is that the world is not as simple as Proverbs presents it to be. Wisdom is definitely there, but there are things that seem to step outside wisdom and things in the world that are actually don't abide by those principles and rules. So we do live in a world where living wisely and living well doesn't always lead to success. There is sin, there is failure, there is tragedy, and we don't always understand what happens. But Proverbs is asking us to live according to the main line of wisdom in the world, which is that, yes, things will go well on the whole, if you live wisely. But we will see and we will reflect that the wisdom of Proverbs can break down in the face of sin and the problems of death and suffering that we come up against throughout our lives. And that's why we do, as Christians, go in our reflection on wisdom to Jesus, because Jesus offered wisdom. But the wisdom that he offered is a bit different or it develops beyond Proverbs, a wisdom that is not based just on uh, our own reflection on life, but on the revelation of God's deeper character and the wisdom of God's kingdom that is actually still seen in the face of suffering, of tragedy, and of our failure as well. And actually, that in all those experiences, God is calling us to a deeper experience of grace, which is actually beyond the natural wisdom that we can have. So we'll think a bit about that as well. So as we get into this time, this term of thinking about this book, I'd encourage us to walk together in wisdom, to learn and interact with each other, and to reflect on the place of wisdom in our own lives, because we have an opportunity to do that now, I think, in a, re in a really fresh way with the situation that we're presented with. I'd like to invite you now to put some of the uh, thoughts that I've given you into practice and to actually start to interact with the topic of wisdom. Uh, with those who you might be worshipping with this morning, or those who you're living with, or those who you're sharing conversations with in some other way. So I'm going to be putting up in a minute some questions that you might uh, discuss at the moment. You can either pause it now and have a small group discussion where you are, or take this away and have a discussion later. But the topic of wisdom really needs to be wrestled with, so I encourage you to interact with it. So I'm going to provide you just in a minute with some questions that you, that you can look at and reflect on in the coming week. Well, as we come back together, uh, I hope that you've been able to have a discussion or to start to think about these questions about wisdom and what it means for you. And over the coming weeks, hopefully that'll unfold for us more. We're going now to spend some time in prayer, so I'd like to hand over uh, to the prayer leader for this morning.